Why do we work hard to solve small problems? Why do we reinvent ourselves and our clients over and over? And why are we giving away marketing strategy for free? It's time to bring home bigger paychecks. It's time to create the lifestyle we deserve and to make a greater impact. This is the Fractional CMO Show, and I'm Casey Stanton. Join me as we explore this growing industry and learn to solve bigger problems. Hey, it's Casey, and let's talk about kind of a weird topic, I think, which is, should you follow weak leaders? Oof. All right, you're a CMO. You're a fractional CMO. You're stepping into multiple businesses serving as the chief marketing officer. You're the most elevated role in marketing. You're leading marketing leadership. You're hiring, you're firing, you're training. You're evaluating vendors and contractors, employees and agencies. Right, you're leading the marketing department. You can almost peel off the marketing department, say it's its own business, and you're kind of the CEO of that department. But what if the CEO of the business at large doesn't have a great vision? What if the CEO of the business at large is wishy-washy? What if they're, this is my least favorite type of CEO, what if they're the kind of CEO that just changes their mind and direction every week? Maybe they go to an event or read a book or listen to a podcast, and boom, they want to change exactly what you're doing. Like everything that you're doing, they want to throw everything out and start something all over. Oh my gosh. Like hard, almost impossible to work with those people. So what do you do in that situation? You know, in, in some ways, like this is your business and you know, you got to make a living and you can't always be choosy at the beginning with who you're working with. I mean, you can be choosy about the industry and making sure they have a problem that you can solve and they have the amount of, you know, ability to pay you um, your rates right? That they have the ability to hire people on the team and spend money on marketing and that kind of stuff. Yeah, you have control over that kind of when you choose them. But like sometimes these behaviors of a CEO are kind of hidden and you only get to see them after a few weeks or months of working with that executive. They might be gung-ho about hiring you and then after they hired you and you came up with a strategy, they start deviating from your strategy and kind of barking at you about, you know, Maybe you not changing strategy fast enough or something like that. It's tough. It's tough. So what do you what do you do in that situation? I mean, ultimately, you can try to coach the CEO, but it really isn't your responsibility to coach the CEO because you're subordinate to them in many ways, right? I mean, for me with the CEOs that I've worked with, I like to roll up my sleeves and, and kind of be at, you know, kind of on their level. But at the end of the day, they're, like, they're the decision maker on the business. They get to choose where the business is going. And, you know, my job and the CMO's job inside the CMO Accelerator, like our job is to like bend those CEO's teams to the will of the CEO so the outcome happens. That's, that's like what we're there for. So what do you do in this situation? Well, you can kind of try to coach them. It's tough to do. You're probably going to spend a lot of time, um, a lot of unpaid labor there, right? Kind of like maybe wasted time if this isn't really uh, something that you have experience in coaching. Um, but the CEO could get into a group, maybe like a, a Vistage, right? They could get into some kind of CEO coaching group that forces them to have a more clear vision for the business. That's cool. One that I really like is Entrepreneur Operating System, EOS. If you can get an executive to adopt EOS and best bet, hire a EOS certified implementer to lead the business, 
on quarterly pulsing, they call it, like quarterly planning events and uh, an annual planning event. If you can get that to happen, then the CEO is forced to have a measurable vision and you're going to be wildly successful as a result. Like, you, excuse me, you have the, the raw materials and foundation to be wildly successful. I don't know if you'll be successful or not. It's kind of up to you. But you can't make an executive visionary if they're not visionary. If they're stuck in the business, you can clarify it and you can call it out, but you can't muscle them. And it puts you in kind of this weird position because you've got contract terms and, you know, maybe your contract terms are for three months, six months, 12 months, however long they are. And we've got contract terms and kind of guidelines inside the accelerator um, that our members tend to follow, right? So that they can have, you know, the longer the contract is, like the less you have to feel like you have to prospect and continue to sell. But let's just say like you're locked in for, let's just say for sake of argument, a six month contract. And, and on the second month, you realize that the CEO changes their mind every month or every week or every other week. Do you want to stick around? That's a tough decision and you've got to make it yourself. You know, I'm not here to tell you that you got to drop that client because it's a terrible fit for you uh, because maybe they need to pay that bill to you and see that their rapid changing of um, strategy or, or outcomes is, is hampering your ability to deliver on really anything because you get everything 50% of the way done and then you have to like change. So the language that I've used successfully is to tell the executive, they come over with this great idea and I hear it and I get excited with them. I'm, I kind of get excited when I hear cool ideas, right? I'm like, oh, that sounds really cool. I like that. Okay, let me think about it. If we were to do that, it would come at the cost of us doing this thing right now. So I can pull the team off of this project and we can put them all on that project. Um, but obviously, you know, we won't be able to deliver this project, which we uh, quoted for the end of the quarter. So... Is it worth it to you for us to abandon project A to adopt new idea project B right now? It's a really simple question and it's fact-based, right? There's no emotion to it. I don't say I'm frustrated that you're trying to change everything or whatever. I just kind of energetically align with them and say, oh, this is interesting. Uh, I agree with you. This is interesting. This is a fun idea. If it is, right? I would also call the executive out if I thought it was a terrible idea. But as far as the time of it, when do you do it? You just got to be clear. What is the cost of doing it now? You could also be clear and say, and you know what, if we change direction again, this will be the third time in the last three months that we've changed direction in a major way, I think we're really going to burn the team out. So I don't know, I, it feels like there's a big cost for us, not just in continuing with, um, not just in like the time, but also in the team morale. And I think that's going to be a, a risk. And, and I just want to be conscious of that risk. And hear what the executive has to say. You want someone that trusts and respects you. You don't want to become an order taker. I mean, that's tough, right? Like, if you want a client and you've got a contract with them, you've got terms, you've got to fulfill on the contract. And if you become an order taker, it's not fun for you. You're not flexing your marketing muscles. You're not getting better. You're not building the team necessarily. You're just kind of taking orders. So I think you should push back in a loving and supportive way and say, you know, ultimately, we won't hit our previously defined outcomes if we do this. And I think it'll hurt team morale and... Also, I don't think it's a good idea. Or sometimes you're like, oh my gosh, I don't know why I didn't think of that. You're totally right. Let me pull the team off of these two, not primary projects. We'll get it to happen. <clears throat> Maybe I need to pull in this other, you know, um, marketing talent as well or, or whatever it happens to be. So it's, it's, it's up to you to figure out what to do if the CEO that you're working with is not visionary. It can be painful. It can be tough. Uh, it can be frustrating. It can be slow moving. It can be all sorts of, um, you know, like all different levels of, of like emotion for you on, on how you deal with that. Um, but ultimately your job is to grow that company. You're there to kind of serve 
the entrepreneur, the, the executive on growing the company. And if you think what they're suggesting is wrong, speak up. And if you think that it's a good idea, but it's the wrong time, speak up. And if you think it's a better priority than what you're working on, speak up and share that. You're, you're compensated to have a voice, and I want you to stand up for yourself. If you want help identifying what's a great client for you, how to know what niches to be in, how to know how to attract and convert and then ultimately serve these clients in a way that is low stress for you and high outcome for them so that you can have a high leverage on your time and make hundreds of dollars an hour and filling your calendar as much as you want, you know, working 20, 30, 40 hours a week or more. Um, I don't think you should work more, but if you want to, that's totally cool. Uh, as a fractional CMO, we've got that inside the accelerator. We've got members that join uh, who have never sold kind of um, what you could call maybe high ticket before, uh, but they're able to confidently go prospect and sell and then serve great companies on their terms and make a huge outcome for them. So if that's interesting, come book a call with my team, cmox.co forward slash call, cmox.co forward slash call. Talk to you soon. Thank you for joining us for today's show. For more information and episodes, visit our site at fractionalcmoshow.com. Go ahead and punch that like and subscribe button on your favorite podcast app. It means a lot, at least to my mom. 